very excited uh, to have with us today Brother Rod and Mary Aguilard, uh, all the way from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, they, uh, they have been pastoring and ministering the gospel for how many years now, Brother Rod? 50 years. And um, so I'm not going to take up any more of his time. Let's give him a great big Alabama welcome. Let him know we're glad to have him here this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, it's great to be in, in Alabama. LSU uh, is playing for the World Series, the National Championship in baseball. Next year, it's going to be in football. So I just want to warn you, next year is the year of the Tiger, and it's the year the Tide's going to roll out. Go out. It ain't going to happen. Okay. I just wanted to get you uh, seeker-friendly with me and encourage you. But anyway, uh, Marvis, why don't you greet the... the uh, the, the mountain, the, the red sand, red clay people. The red clay people. I, I don't want to call them rednecks. I'd rather call them red, red clay people. Praise so God. I forgot my Bible down here. So if you go ahead and share, just you got two minutes. Two minutes. You he gave me two minutes. Well, good morning. Uh, we're glad to be here. We always love coming here. It's been about 16 months since we've been here because we had to cancel two different times we were coming. But God knows when is the had best time to come. Because of Marvis, she, she was. <laughs> Fretting, so I didn't. I didn't want to come with her fretting. By the way, at the marriage conference yesterday, I'm what? You were fretting a little bit. Oh, okay. And she she cut my skirt three times yesterday because <laughs> I tell truth to her a lot, and sometimes it cuts her. She said, "You're you're complaining," <laughs> and so I just want to clear it up that I'm not a complainer. I'm not a whiner. I'm a praiser and a worshiper and a warrior. So that's what you got to say about it. Praise God. He is that, but he does whine sometimes. Hallelujah. I think all men do, and they make excuses for their whining. But anyway, praise God. You know, we had a great conference yesterday. Uh, we love teaching on marriage. We've been married 58 years with 23 grandkids and four great. And so we have a lot of battles in this life. You know, when you have a large family, the devil hates it, and he attacks on every side. But, you know, we can get the victory when we look to the Lord. And so I just have a word for you this morning. Praise God. God loves you. God cares about you. I want to tell you that you're the apple of his eye. He knows everything about you. He knows your uprisings and your downfalls. And you know, but he loves you. And I love Jeremiah 29, 11. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And I love it in the Message Bible. The word says, I know what I'm doing. God knows what he's doing. We don't think he does sometimes, but he knows what he's doing. He says, I have it all planned out for you, plans to take care of you, not abandon you, but plans to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. Praise God. God knows what he's doing. Amen. Hey, wait. wait. Oh, wait. He's wanting me to stay up here. No, I, I want you to come stand with me right up here. Oh, okay. Just obey me. Just okay. come up. I'm trying. And just say yes, You know how hard it is, women, for us to obey these men, especially these strong leaders. And before Lord, all help these, me. For all these Alabama people, I want you to call me Big Daddy. Go ahead. I am not. <laughs> I won't. They I call won't. me Dr. Hot Rod. I will not. <laughs> She's something, I tell you what. This is my last book I just had published last summer after I was here uh, on the 10 Pillars for an Amazing Marriage. 
We do not have a perfect marriage. No, we don't. And ain't nobody in here got a perfect marriage. <laughs> you do, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. But you can have an amazing marriage, and we do by the grace of God, and a lot of long-suffering. And 30 years ago, our marriage became amazing. Been married 58, but 30 years ago, it became amazing because she learned the word adapt. She didn't like submit. It was too heavy for a feisty Cajun. But she got in a weaker translation called the, let me finish, don't interrupt me. (laughs) She got in the NIV version, and she found a dap, said, I can do that. And so for 30 years now, we've been happily having an amazing marriage. And and this is her putting a little little, little smack on my cheek. And I shared yesterday, she wanted to go to the lips because she likes my lips. I do like them. Even though we're older, she still likes my lips. It's amazing. The grace of God working in her, but uh, you can if you get the book, you, my eyes are lit. She lights me. Do it again, man. <laughs> Too much, not in public. <laughs> and so it, it's there's only a few copies, but Lori, I'm going to give you that. I'm I'm sure you got a good marriage, but you need an amazing marriage. And so I want to give you that copy. Love you. Appreciate you. Praise God. Okay, marvelous. That's it. Sit down. Okay, I'm. I just commanded. I am. See, see how she obeyed? Isn't that wonderful? And so we're excited about being here. We've been, we've got 11 years of history here, and it's exciting. I know a lot of you now by name, and that's exciting for me. And I feel like this is another home. I have a home church in Reserve, Louisiana, and this is like another home church. When I come here, I'm coming home again. And, uh, and Barry, I just want to tell you before everybody here how much I love you. And care about you. Her and Deborah had come spend a few weekend with us a few weeks ago just for help and had the joy of being with them the whole weekend. And Deborah was really doing good. I mean, it, it, she didn't end good. But how many know we're living in enemy territory? And I just want to tell you right now, Deborah was a casualty of war. The enemy took her out, and Barry, we're going to get revenge. God's going to give us revenge for what the enemy's done. Jesus' name. And what the devil meant for your destruction, God's going to turn it for your edification. So, Father, strengthen him. And I, I just I just request the body, just love him. You don't have to tell him an angel's in heaven and all that. Just hug him, love him, comfort him. Just a little touch from heaven. That's all that he needs in Jesus' name. I mean, you know that God's the fountainhood of all honor. Where there's honor at, there's favor. And God commands you to honor all men. All men, not some men, but all men. And so I, I try to honor everyone I meet and, and love everyone I meet. And I try to be a ministry to everyone that I meet throughout you know, on airplanes, wherever I'm at. I just try to love people and meet people. And, I, and we, do, we have a wonderful time flying. We always meet somebody that we're able to minister to. And I just want to say that Pastor Keith is one of the finest young men that I know. I'm just telling you. And Kelly along with him. And, and God really wants you to honor the pastors. The word honor means to value them. It means to hold them in high esteem. And, and I'm going to read a scripture that I have written here about that. And God says it in his word that uh, let the elders who rule well be worthy of double honor. I've been here 11 years, and I know him. 
I know her and I know Forrest and Lisa and I know other elders that are here, the Polzers and not po it's not Polzer. Is it phosphor? Posers are not good people. <laughs> they're, not, they're not posers. But I want Brother Keith to stand. And the other elders that are here, I just want you to I know Lisa, you're here. I don't know where Forrest, he moved all around. I don't I can't keep track of him. Any other elders that are here in this service? Uh, so Father, we give them double honor today. So let's stand up and give him a mighty her and Lisa and of course wherever the other elders are, bless him. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Bless him. Strengthen him. Uh, Chris, you got that first slide up yet, like I told you? Is it up? How come it's not up in the back? Well, I'm just asking. Don't, don't get upset with me. I'm, I'm a board men don't like me because I'm too demanding, and I don't mean to be. But uh, we're going here in just a moment. This is a life message that I have in my heart. And if you're not a waiter, you're going to be one before the service is over. The Holy Ghost is going to seal that. I'm a duck killer. I'm not a duck hunter. I'm a duck killer. I've been killing ducks for 72 years. Five years old, I was in the marsh killing ducks. So I've been killing ducks for 72 years. And I know, I know what it means to wound a duck to break the wing of a duck with just a couple of BBs. And a duck with a broken wing cannot fly. And there's some broken wings here today. Some of you are not able to fly well. You're struggling, you're running, you're flapping one wing, but you got a broken wing. I've come here today to tell you that God's going to heal your broken wing. And you're going to fly again. In Jesus' name. Now, David, give me that song, One Wing. And this message is going to help you to get that wing. In Jesus' name. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like an eagle. It's the first song, David. Yeah. Alabama, this is a slow state, you know, it's just. Cajuns, we're running all the time. We're just running. <laughs> I love Alabama. I do. I don't like saving too much, but I love Alabama. You got it? It's the first song. You just hit the hit the hit the first song. Chris, why don't you come give him a hand? You, you, you know, uh, David's, David's doing well. Bless him, Father. You, you may have turned the sound off of the, of the phone, the little thing on the button. You got an iPhone? Start it over. Got it, David. I love you. More value. More value. More value. I need a little affection from heaven. That's what I need. 
Getting a running start. I'm trying to fly. But all I got is one wing. Can't fly with one wing. Can't fly with one wing. Come on, Jesus, help me. I need help. I did everything to make it work. But I got a broken wing. I've been there. Jesus, heal the broken wings. Every broken wing. Can't fly with one wing. somebody. That's shouting stuff right there. Can't fly with one wing. Been there. But I got two heel wings and I'm a flying. Come on, Jesus. Heal every broken wing that's here today. Come on, Father. Can't fly with one wing. This is a lot of worship in this message, so I'm going to keep music going through the whole message today, because we're talking about waiting and worshiping right now, talking about building your communion life and healing your wing, so just keep it on, keep it low, David. Uh, Communion is not, I'm not talking about the Lord's table, I'm talking about communing with the Holy Spirit. I ain't talking about once a week, I'm talking about every morning. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait. And you've got, you got to have new strength every day. You can't run on yesterday's stuff. you got to get some fresh stuff. The manna falls every morning. 
and by noon it's rotten. So you got to get it in the morning while you got the getting's good. Are you with me? It means to abide in the Holy Ghost. That's what waiting means. I'm a waiter. And uh, Psalms 91 makes this statement. You don't need to turn to it. He who dwells makes his home in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And out of that, I will say of the Lord, out of this waiting, out of this communing, I will say of the Lord that he's my refuge. He's my safe haven. He's the place where my wing gets healed. <laughs> and if it's, your wing's broken today, you're going to have to find your refuge. You're going to have to wait on the Lord like I do. What I got flowing through me does not come by watching Lady sitcom I Love Lucy. It comes by waiting on the Lord. Then out of that, out of that position and that place, I can say that he's my fortress. Devil, I don't care what you say. I don't care. Let demons scream. Let hell holler that he is my fortress. He's my place that I war from in Jesus' name. I'm a warrior because I'm a waiter in Jesus' name. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength in Jesus' name. And give me that next slide. As I silently wait on the Lord, from him keeps coming, keeps coming, present tense. As I wait, his salvation, his deliverance keeps coming. Yes, it does. His healing keeps coming as I wait. Provision keeps coming as I wait upon the Lord. Joy keeps coming. Peace keeps coming. Holy Ghost keeps coming. Separation keeps coming. Consecration keeps coming. LSU Tiger, I mean, the glory of God keeps coming. <laughs> I just threw that in. In Jesus, that wasn't the Holy Ghost, that was me. But the power keeps coming as I wait upon the Lord. Waiting, our communion life with God is a chief expression of our relationship to him. That should be your priority of your walk. It's not your tithing, it's your waiting. Now, you ought to tithe, and I'm going to deal with that later. But it's the waiting on the Lord. That's your chief expression. I shared in the marriage seminar yesterday or encounter, whatever it was, conference, that you first got to get it vertical. You don't get it here, you ain't got it here. If you don't get it here, you're going to have a broken wing. Sooner or later, the devil's going to shoot you out of the sky and break your wing if you don't have it here. You have it vertical, then you have it horizontal. And the more I have it here, the better I have it here. She can call me a whiner and a complainer, which is, is a little off. But anyway, because I wait, forgiveness keeps coming. I said forgiveness keeps coming. <laughs> I'm a lover of all men, and, and, and you can offend me, but as I wait, I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. You, they, 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 no, nobody's offense, nobody's personality that I may not that may intrude on me is worth my salvation, is worth my joy, is worth my peace. If you're struggling with anybody, then look, just let forgiveness roll out of you. So I forgive them today. I just let it go in Jesus' name, and then salvation just keeps a coming. Joy just keeps a coming, and peace keeps a coming. And when you meet people. Tell them, hey, there's something about you that I really like. You're God's creation. I really love God's creation. I may not like the way you 
I mean, I like the way you grimace at times, but you're still God's creation. I don't like the way Mary cuts my skirt sometimes, but she's still God's creation. Can you say amen? So I got two wings this morning. I just want to let you know. I got. I wanted to let you know Marvelous Mary has two wings. We're flying. We're flying Cajuns. We're dangerous to the darkness in Jesus' name. Give me, give me the next slide. Give me, give me a little volume on that song. Little volume, David. Some of you need a little soul in you. I'll give you a blood transfusion. Holy Ghost. Somebody give me a little rock. I told a young lady over here, we're gonna we're gonna roll on the rock today. Come on, Jesus. Move on us. Everything's gonna be all right. I don't care what it looks like, smells like, seems like. Everything's gonna be all right, and God's gonna heal your broken wound. Jesus, name. you come down a little bit. Waiting on the Lord is the place of repentance. No, that's the second slide. I'm sorry, you you jumped me one, Chris. Waiting on the Lord by morning is the place of renewing and refreshing. My, my goodness. Come on, Jesus. God said, I'll be as the dew unto Israel. I'll be as the dew. We're the new Israel. Some of you don't agree with that, but we're the new Israel. I'll be as the dew unto my, my, my bride and to my girl, to my wife. In Louisiana, the dew falls every morning. And by the way, it doesn't fall in the heat of the day. Come down a little bit on the music. Doesn't fall in the heat of the day. Doesn't fall when the wind's blowing. Dew falls in the still of the night. When everything is quiet, the dew falls. And little water particles begin to fall. And begin, it begins to refresh the grass, refresh the flowers. And God says he wants to refresh you. Yeah, he does. He wants to heal everything that hurts you. He's concerned about everything that bothers you. Yes, he does. He's your father in heaven. He knows what he got when he got you, but he got you anyhow. So you're his, but he wants to refresh you. Every morning I sit at the seat at the feet of Jesus. I wait, and it's called the place of osmosis. It's divine osmosis. I sit there. I begin to absorb particles of grace begin to form over my heart and over my wings. And everything starts getting healed in Jesus' name. Everything starts getting right in Jesus' name. And I do that every morning. Unless I'm blasting or casting, I'm at the feet of sobbing grace. Grace to see the will, grace to be the will, then grace to do the will. Come on, Jesus. Help all of us to be waiters in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, Father. It's the place of waiting is the place of taking care of your heart. And I read from Proverbs 4.20, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. You can't do that unless you're still. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate into your heart. God's word cannot penetrate into your heart unless you're still and you're waiting and you hear what he's saying to you in Jesus' name. 
for they bring life to them who find him and healing to your whole body. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Out of your heart flows the issues of life, Proverbs 4.23 said. Out of my heart flows courage and conviction. Out of my heart, out of my heart flows separation and consecration. Out of my heart flows the prophetic anointing that God gave me at my calling. And out of my heart flows joy, unspeakable and full of glory. I got joy. You know why I got joy? Because I'm a waiter. I don't get joy watching. Well, I had a little fun watching LSU beat Oregon State. But I don't get joy with the sideshows of the world. Not the, the joy of the Lord. That's my strength. I, I don't get it there. I might have fun, but I don't get joy. Joy can only come from heaven. In Jesus' name. I got joy. And joy is the spirit of evangelism. So when I wait at the feet of, of Jesus, this guy here, his name is Carl D. Cross, attorney at law. I walked into the Southwest. Remember, it was a few weeks ago. And I sat next to Carl, a seat apart from him. And I looked at him. The Holy Ghost moved on me. I reached over. I said, my name's Ron Aguilar. I said, I'm Carl Cross. He said, man, I'm in pain. I said, you're in pain? Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. And I've been at the jazz festival all week on a binge. Man, I'm in pain. You know what I did? I said, Father, touch him. Relieve him. Impregnate him. I don't know. I don't remember the prayer, but I'm praying it now. Empower him. I backed off. He picked up his phone. He said, he, he died. He said, Elizabeth, that's his wife. He said, a minister sitting next to me. Just ministered to me. I said, let me, let me talk to Elizabeth. He hands me the phone. He said, you know, I didn't think he was coming home gets on these binges, I don't know when he's coming back. So I'm so glad he's coming home. I'm so glad you sit next to him. She said, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm in CR right now. I celebrate recovery. Well, I said, you got to get him there. You got to get him there. I looked at him. I said, Carl, you got to go with her to CR. He said, I'm going to do my best. No, I said, you got to go in Jesus' name. Carl Cross will never be the same because an eagle touched him. An eagle with two wings touched him. And the joy of the Lord and the hope of God hit him. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Give God a shout. Hallelujah. Give me, give me a little bit of that song. Give me a little bit of that song, David. I can't fly with one wing. Come on, Jesus. Mess with us today. Mess with everybody that's here today. Come on, mess with us in Jesus' name. God, let grace flow here today. Let grace flow through this message. Let's, let grace flow to run this race. Let grace flow that we might finish strong. Hey, look at me. I'm going to finish strong. If I'm at the finish line and I'm not quite over and I'm laying, you just drag me across that finish line in Jesus' name. And Brother Keith, don't you ever quit having me in. You understand that? as your spiritual father, and when I'm 85, 90 years old, just hold me up in the pulpit and let me preach in Jesus' name. Help me to... <laughs>
Help me to finish strong in Jesus' name. They that wait upon the Lord, waiting. The next slide. Waiting is the place of repentance from our hidden faults. Now, don't look at me so holy. I said, don't look at me so holy. All of you got some hidden faults because you have humanity. And as long as you have humanity, as long as you live on planet Earth, God will never quit dealing with you, will never quit dealing with your pride, will never quit dealing with your lust of your eyes and the lust of your flesh. He will never stop dealing with you if you'll wait upon him, if you'll wait upon him. So we all have, we're all messed up, not some of us. Mary, you and I are messed up sometimes, aren't we? You get your little sassy thing on, and I get my little leadership strong thing on. Then all of a sudden we're clashing, and all of a sudden we're, we don't cuss. We come close. You already warned me, Rod, if you don't stop, I'm going to cuss. Can I tell her what you do with your hand? She does this to me. I said, what's that? That's the Christian bird. I'm telling you, she's messed up. <laughs> she needs to wait on the Lord. And she does. She, she's, she's wonderful. I, listen, I don't deserve her. I don't deserve her. Grace says I do, but in the natural. Up there, how, how can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Come on, Father. I mean, this is a man of God speaking here. This is this is this is David talking. Here's a man made after God's own heart, and he's crying out this way. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Come on, Jesus. Keep me from de don't let them don't let me go around offending people. God, help me, help me. Don't let them control me. Then I'll be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, and my, my rock and my redeemer. He's a waiter. That's where he got that revelation. God, you're my rock. You're my redeemer. And God, don't let me. Don't let me cross the line. Don't let me offend people. Don't let me be critical. Don't let me be cynical. God, let me be loving. Let me see everybody through the eyes of heaven, through the eyes of love, Father. And that way, there'll be no rejects around me in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a shout. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I still have humanity. Been in this thing 50 years. I'd like to stand before you today and say, Rod Aguilar is so perfect. He hardly needs cologne anymore. He smells so good. He's manifesting the sweet savor of the Lord. But I can't say that today. I still mess up sometimes. I was in the airport Atlanta a couple of years ago, and they had this brunette. I mean, she was stacked, mini skirt on. And I'm walking down, and Mary's on my side. I said, Rod, don't look. Rod, don't look. You don't tell a man not to look. And I, don't look, Rod. God help us. God help us to be pure. He, he told me the other day, because I wait, so I hear things. I was headed to Cabela's, of all places. God will speak to you on the way to Cabela's. He said, Rod, keep your cup clean. I can't move through a dirty cup. And I tell you, the only way I can keep it clean is at the feet. 
because I have humanity. I have hidden faults. I have things lurking in me, don't I, Mary? You don't have to be so affirmative. In Jesus' name. Let me, let me hurry. I, I'm skipping some points here. Um, I, I have trouble with patience. I, I'm, I tend to be impatient. And that's selfishness. I used to have trouble with rejection, but rejection is selfishness. I'm, I'm over that. The perfect love of God has cast out all that fear and rejection. But Mary, do I offend you sometimes? Impatience. Proverbs 16, 23, I think it is, says, patience is better than power. That's powerful. Mary has trouble with being punctual. And punctuality is part of being faithful. So she's got some issues, don't you? Bible says be slow to anger. Now, you, you used to have hidden faults of anger. You wouldn't think that this little feisty thing had a struggle with anger. But for years, she had a struggle, even after she was spirit-filled and spoken in tongues. But thank God. Rod corrected her now. God corrected her. But her wings are healed. And it's very seldom she'll flare out at me, just on very rare occasions in Jesus' name. So, Holy Spirit, I, I want to be clean. I don't know about you. I want to be a golden, I want to be a vessel of gold. And I don't want to be wood, hay, and stubble. Come on, Jesus. And, and Paul prayed that way. Paul prayed that way to the apostle. He wrote to the apostle Timothy, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands strong, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and everyone that nameth the name of Christ will depart from iniquity or hidden faults, that they may be vessels of gold in the house of the Lord. So, Jesus, I declare that every Alabama man and woman that's here today, every man, every young person here today, I decree them as vessels of gold and silver in the house of the Lord, and that they're going to be filled with organic oil of God's heaven in Jesus' name. Because they're simply their waiters. They wait upon the Lord. In G they sit still. A waiter who is someone who sits at the feet. A waiter will always become a worshiper who kisses the feet. A, a worshiper will always become a warrior who wars from his feet. A warrior will always become a witness who releases the grace and love of Jesus to others that don't deserve it because you didn't deserve it when you got it. They don't deserve it when they when they got it. I sat next to a man in there playing Chris from uh, all over. He's all over the world, and he's an engineer, and he's an English major, and he's got all kind of credentials, but he, he, he doesn't know God, and I'm... I had the joy of sharing the Lord Jesus Christ with him. So what a wonderful time we had on that airplane, even though we were sitting apart because my, my secretary missed the, the, the proper booking, which Mary said I whined about, and I'm not whining in Jesus' name. We wait on the Lord. I, I'm going to hurry. I'm going to skip skip number four, go to number five. We wait on the Lord to listen and to obey. We wait on the Lord to listen. The said word has to become the saying word. The verse has to become the voice. And you can only get that. You can't get that on a Sunday morning. You get some of it on Sunday, but it's when you sit at the feet of Jesus, this verse will become the voice of God. You begin to hear the saying word of God. And, when you, and it may not happen at that very moment, but it will happen during the day or sometime other. When uh, Mary and I were getting ready to go in the ministry, uh, we were in the ministry when Amber was coming 
and she was working at DuPont making a lot of money. She was secretary to several engineers. I was pastoring a church, not making a lot of money. And so we had to, we had to make a decision uh, whether she was going to work or stay home. And, and we, we prayed. And we went to, to Bethany, and the, the brother Simon Cameron was preaching. And he said, mind not earthly things. That was his message. Story over with. She came home. Done. We heard a saying word. When you hear a saying word, you got faith to fly. You got faith for a better day in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Uh, give, give me a little more of that song. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm wait, to wait on the Lord is to listen and obey. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. D.K. D. D. L. Mitchell, are you in here today? D. K. I, I like D. L. better. So D. L. L. is next to K. L. K. M. N. L. P. X. Y. Z. Something like that. D. L. There's favor on your life. God said, "I place favor in your life to succeed in this life." You and the Lord said, "You think you've succeeded so far? Success is going to begin to multiply. Everything you touch." You're going to prosper in the days to come in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. D.L. Mitchell. D.L. Mitchell, a new name in heaven. Wait on the Lord. Believers are better called obeyers. Watchman Nee said that. Two keys in overcoming and going in the supernatural life is to hear and to obey. As you wait, you hear. And as you hear, you have grace to obey in Jesus' name. And put up that triangle real quickly. And I'm, I'm really skipping half this message, but... I'll come back another day in Jesus' name. I'm going to hurry. It's quarter to 1140. Yeah, 10.45. Well, I'm hurrying. I, I may go over five minutes. Okay. That triangle. You see that triangle up there? Labor is a leader's triangle. You see that bottom of that triangle? Triangle's upside down, but it's okay. Uh, church member. A church member has a lot of options. I don't have any. I either obey or I disobey. Church member has a lot of options. They can attend a celebrate service on Sunday or not. By the way, the Sabbath is the Lord's day. It's not baseball's day. It's not softball's day. Come on, somebody ought to shout on that. Half the church misses half the year because of baseball. Something, there's something not right about that. You got to be kidding, Brother Rod. No, I ain't kidding. The Sabbath is written on my heart. I got no, I got, I can't go hunting and miss the celebrate service. I can't go to a baseball game and miss the celebrate service because the Sabbath, I either obey or I disobey. And by the way, if you're here, you're either obeying or you're disobeying. But I don't like what you just said. Take it up with the pastor. Movies, movies. Well, Rod, I love movies. I like PG-13s. If it ain't PG-13, I don't go. Oh, I like, I like American Sniper. What a wonderful, I, I went and, because Christians told me to go see American Sniper, and I like war movies, and I got in there, and the first thing I heard is SOB. Then I heard GD. Then I start hearing the F word over and over and over. My blood pressure began to go up as I sat there. And I looked at Mary. I said, Mary, we can't stay here. So we, we snuck out the room. No one would throw rocks at us. <laughs> so I got home. I was so proud of myself. I went on Facebook and I blasted it. 
then I, I had believers attack who are you to judge who are you to judge? that's the kind of language they use in war who are you to begin judging and, and I got slammed all over because they're not waiters I, and I responded I'm not going to be entertained by GDs and SOBs if I was in the I've been in jail for the unborn babies and I had hear the F word every other sentence but I wouldn't be an entertainer. I was there not by choice. So I'm not going to be under anything. No Jezebel devil's going to be cussing in my mind because if you listen to the cussing, you're going to cuss. Come on, don't shout me down. Good preaching. Good preaching. Well, Brother Rod, I can choose or not to choose sec the secular music of Nashville. I love that country stuff, the ballroom junk and all that. I love that. I can choose. You're a church member. I just hit somebody's feet. Uh, we, we're going to start having United Prayer here on Sunday night, aren't we? Sunday night, you you got to be kidding, church member. you got to be kidding. Sunday night, 6 o'clock, that's primetime television. <laughs> and, 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 and furthermore, uh, you got to forgive. You got to be kidding me. You, you mean I got to forgive that church member that offended me? Yeah, that's exactly right. If you don't, you're just a little old church member. Tithing. You got to be kidding. You want me to give the first dollar out of every 10 I make? That's exactly right. The law of tithing is written on my heart. God says, I'm going to write my laws upon your heart. The law of tithing, I, I ain't got no option. I've been tithing for 50 years. And by the way, I'm debt free. And I got a lot of money to give. Got lots of money to give. And I enjoy giving. Hallelujah. Because I've been a waiter and I've been an obeyer. They that wait will obey in Jesus' name sooner or later. And so as you go up the ladder here, all of a sudden the Holy Ghost begins to rule. All of a sudden you don't miss the Sabbath. You, you say go to hell, baseball, uh, softball. And I'm not cussing, am I? No. And, 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 and you say, I ain't going to see. I ain't going to be entertained by the GDs and SOBs of Jezebel and the F words. I ain't going to do that. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're in church every Sunday. All of a sudden, you quit giving nickels and dimes and you start tithing. You start getting promoted by the Holy Ghost. First thing you know at the top of the triangle, you either obey or disobey. What a wonderful place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. All right, and, and I'm closing. I'm closing very quickly. Waiting on the Lord is the place of vision and inspiration. The, the Habakkuk said, I'm going to stand upon my watch and set upon the tower, and I'll watch to see what he will say. If you're not seeing anything, you're not saying anything. You're not saying anything, you're not doing anything. Because if you say it, God will establish it in Jesus' name. Hey, Michael, where are you going? Uh, oh, you just right there. What, what is this? Y'all security? People that wait are risk takers and shakers for the kingdom of God. Men that wait. And I'm, I'm closing. I, I'm, I'm a risk taker and I'm a shaker. And, and I don't give a flip what the church member says. I'm just going to speak it out. Bethany World Press Center is a large mega church, 6,000 people. And Jared Stockstill, one of the sons, told Mary we were helping them rebuild their church. He said, Bethany likes Brother Rod, and they have all John Bevere's. They have all the, we, they love him more than anybody that comes. But he makes the staff nervous. We're so nervous when he comes. Praise the Lord. 
Come on, give God a shout on that one. George Washington Carver, and I am closing. We're going over a few minutes, but we're hurting. How many of you have ever heard of George, Dr. George Carver? He was a black man, African-American, whatever you want to call him. And uh, I have no problem with color. I'm color. Look at all the color on me. Mary loves my color. Said, oh, I wish I had your complexion. I don't even need to go in the sun. I'm just naturally this way. He was born a slave, kidnapped as an infant with his mother, resold into slavery in the Deep South. And his original slave owner went looking for him and found him, then educated him, believed in him, sent him to college, got his PhD, his doctorate. And he, uh, 1898, at the turn of the agriculture economy of the South, including Alabama, was suffering. Alabama's a big peanut producer. And uh, the boll weevil had eaten up the cotton crop, and they didn't know what to do. And then Dr. Carver introduced, he introduced crop rotation, and he started growing peanuts, but their warehouses were full of peanuts because there was no market. So he was a man that waited on the Lord. Every morning at 4 a.m., he'd walk in the woods and pray and seek the Lord. I ain't going in the woods at 4 in the morning rather than kill deer, but he would go and seek the Lord at 4 in the morning. And then he interpreted Job chapter 12, verse 7. It was, yes. And ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds of the air, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and he will teach you. So Carver literally asked God to reveal the mysteries of nature to him. He said, Lord, why did you make the universe? The Lord replied, you're asking for something more in proportion to your mind. He said, why did you make the earth? Your little mind is asking far too much. Then he said, why did you make man? Oh, God said, that's way, way too much why I made man. He said, explain to me why you made plants. Your little mind still wants to know far too much. And he said, why did you make the peanut? He said, now, God said, for the modest proportion of your mind, I will grant you the mystery of a peanut. He said, take it inside your laboratory and separate it into water, fats, oils, gums, resins, sugars, starches, and amino acids. Then recombine these under my three laws of compatibility, temperature, and pressure. Then you'll know. God gave him this fish peanut. One of the most, the sixth leading crop in America is the peanut. Makes peanut butter, makes paper, makes resins, makes coloring. Make, it, there, there's, there's hundreds of uses of the peanut. Makes husk to feed hogs and chickens combined with other mineral, uh, other, other products. And all because one man There's so much potential. Dr. Jerry and Janice, you have so much potential. You haven't even touched your potential. And the Lord wants you to know that. That as you wait, God's going to raise up two great eagles here. Say, well, I'm not young anymore. Well, 
Who gives a flip? There's no age in eternal life. No age in eternal life. And God says, wait upon me, and I will show you things that you desire, and I will cause you to rise up and lead this young generation. For the Lord said, I've set you here as pillars in this church to be pillars of righteousness and to be pillars of holiness and to be pillars of life and love and laughter. I will cause laughter to run through you like a mighty river, says the Lord. The joy of the Lord shall flow through you in this hour in Jesus' name. And evangelism is not just for the young people, saith God. It's for all of us in this hour. It's for all my people. And I'm going to send this one and that one to you and this one and that one. And you'll be part of the great harvest that's coming upon planet earth. And I will cause you to be intercessors in my house. You shall help this church, this body. Invoke the third great awakening. In Jesus' name. Let's stand on our feet in Jesus' name. Okay, give, give me that song uh, again, the wing song, one wing. Well, the second service, I'm taking longer. Yeah, I got along. I got to get there playing about 3 or 4 o'clock. I'm one challenge. I command you in Jesus' name. I request you to be a waiter. How many will give the Lord 30 minutes every morning? Just 30 minutes. 30 minutes to sit at the feet. Anybody? Anybody? Young man with a cap and white T-shirt. God separated you in this hour. He's consecrated And the Holy Ghost is speaking to you this morning to get your life in order. And order's coming. When order comes, the anointing comes. When the anointing comes, life comes. And joy comes. And hope comes. To give you a future, as my wife said, a future and a hope is coming on you in Jesus' name. 30 minutes every morning. I'm going to ask you one more thing, the book of Psalms. All my prayer. I'm on Twitter, and I'm tweeting every day for my nation. And I'm coming off the book of Psalms. I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing what he's saying. God said he'll give justice to the wicked, and he's going to empower the godly. God, God said that he, he's going to cause those that are coming against our president, he's going to remove the evil in this hour. And God said to me, he said the gallows that Schumer and the rest of them are trying to, and even Mueller and all the rest of them are trying to build to, to hang Trump, they're going to hang from the gallows in Jesus' name. Where did you get that? I got that sitting at the feet of Jesus and hearing what he's saying. So 30 minutes in the morning, get up instead of 6, Alabama guy, instead of getting up at 5, get up at 4.30. And wait upon the Lord in Jesus' name. 30 minutes in the book of Psalms for one month. Then after that one month, you, every broken wing is going to be healed. All of you are going to be flying. Liberty Church will impact this whole region and even the nations of the world. Come on, give God a shout. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother.